Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Unconventional Pals. I'm Lou and I'm Hannah and after what feels like ages again we're finally back with a new episode. Hey and we thought today we're going to try something new to kind of get today's episode started and I think because it was Hannah's idea you can go ahead and explain it. Thank you. Yes, so I've been listening to lots of podcasts on, well, I've discovered them through TikTok, actually, and it obviously would be great if I now knew the name. I can't remember, but I'll tag it in the description so you can go and check it out. But basically, what they did was they went through Reddit and looked at interesting Reddit threads and just discussed them. And I thought, because often we both have a similar opinion and a similar stance on things, But sometimes we have very different ways of getting there and like the reasoning behind it is really different. So I thought it would be interesting to discuss these things and share um, our thoughts. So I picked out an interesting Reddit thread that I'm going to share and read out to you now. And then let's see how we feel about it. Hey, I'm excited because I have no idea what you picked out. Um, So I'm completely blind reacting to this now. So I'd say, Hannah, go ahead and let us all know what you found. It's actually a shame because I found two really good ones. One about social media, which is kind of really connected to the topic that we discussed in our last episode, but I can't find it anymore. But the other one is really good. So I'll just get started. It is what love language is your culture? And then the person said, I would love to know how your culture expresses love. For example, acts of service and preparing food is huge in Indian culture and is one of the primary ways of showing you care about someone. This doesn't have to be limited to the five love languages. Would love to hear from you. And I thought since we're German, maybe that's interesting. I love that so much. I did not expect this kind of twist of events. Um, Like when you said you found a thread on culture for some reason I expected something completely different but I love this Um, I never thought about it ow this is a hot one it is right I feel like I don't know if this is German if this is a German thing but it feels like it is um so in my head I feel like German like love language is really based around security yeah because I feel like German people are quite logical and it's quite like money-based and kind of like, you know, have like a house, have like a home, have like food on the table, all these things, but like kind of security, kind of like from the point of like being secure. Yeah. And like can that sense of each other. But I don't know if that's just me or if that is actually like a German thing. No, I'd say my perception is really similar. So I would probably, if I had to pinpoint it to a love language I'd say it's acts of service and it kind of feeds into what you're saying like you always want to make sure the person you care about is doing okay they have everything they need Uh, if they have a problem you're going to help them fix it you're very logical in your approach so you're like oh there is a problem do I have a solution this is my solution I'm going to fix it for them now they're happy and that's kind of how we think I honestly couldn't agree more that's exactly how I would like describe like German love language also, I feel like it's just really, like, obviously German people, like, we're not just logical, but I feel like it's really pragmatic. I feel like even relationships are really pragmatic. Like, people obviously, like, have, like try out things in their 20s and all of that. But I just feel like it's really straightforward and really, like, okay, this is the deal. We're going to do this, that, that. Like, kind of follow the line and it's secure and it's, like, 
safety and it's like we do each other that sounded like I mean they probably do each other but that's not what I was meaning to say like um I lost my um, trade of thoughts here um I'll give the talking ball back to you Hannah what do you want to do you have anything to say to get me out of my misery here um not as such no but yeah you're right I guess I mean what are the five love languages as described in the book he's author I can't remember it's like acts of service quality time gifts touch uh, words of affirmation yes that's the ones that's the only one I could remember so I feel like like the German love language is probably acts of services what would you say is the Scottish one Oh, giving, I'd say. Really? Because things like Valentine's Day are really, really big. And in Germany, I, at least from like where I grew up and my background, people didn't really care. Like the furthest you'd go is maybe at my school, we were all able to buy roses like a few days before Valentine's Day. And then they'd get shared with like, someone would come to your class and share the roses with the person that they were for. And then you'd feel really good about yourself all day because either you got a yellow one and you're the best friend in the world. You got a red one and someone had a crush on you. Amazing. But that's really as far as it got. And even in a relationship, gift giving for valentine's day was never really a thing you'd not necessarily plan a date night around valentine's day it was just another day and everyone was kind of like oh it's so commercialized which it is in my I, I can see that but it's still nice that here it's like oh date night for valentine's day i agree with see i agree with like things like valentine's day not being a german thing because i feel like that's where the logic comes back in because it's like it's so commercialized and it's like why would we do that like we love each other every day like why do we have to do it on a special day just to pay people money um and I'm so torn because I do think it's cute being a bit like ah, oh, you know like doing a little bit extra but at the same time I feel like Valentine's Day is actually one of those days where I, I feel like I've got such a German view on it like it's cute don't get me wrong I'm not gonna say no to a few roses or something but like um yeah but I don't know I feel like I think acts like gifts are probably part of Scottish like love language. I do see that too because I feel like genuinely speaking, what I've seen is that it is quite focused on like buying food or like going like getting flowers from someone and kind of you know paying that attention to actually getting like physical gifts from someone. But wait, what what were the other love languages again? I keep like touch, presents service words of affirmation yeah and quality time because like for scotland i would i think actually also say quality time i but mean it, i can't really say anything i don't have an opinion on it i i want to be surprised but also i don't know why i would be surprised i just don't have any experience with it in that sense yeah i mean i'm mainly basing this on what i've seen because I feel like it's also hard when you, because obviously like I've dated in Scotland and all, but I still feel like as an outsider, because you didn't really grow up with it, it's so much harder, obviously. So like, this is solely based on like what I, like the little bit I've experienced and like the things I've seen with friends. Mm -hmm. And obviously like that's very, I mean, it's subjective anyway, but I feel like, you know, especially if you didn't grow up with something, it's very subjective. Hmm. 
I, I just I find it so interesting because I feel like it's so hard to put like countries into one of them because I feel like they all have a little bit but then I don't know if it's just me because I feel like I don't think I can pinpoint myself to one love language specifically I know that like a few of them obviously are more important to me than others but I feel like all of them are important I, some I'm similar I can't pinpoint one but I could say which one's most important for me and I think especially with the country thing it obviously is important to keep in mind a this is purely based on our experiences and b it is really difficult to apply something like this to a whole nation so take this with a pinch of salt obviously when you're listening to it but yeah like personal love languages what do you think is most important to you I was about to ask the exact same question to you I went first <laughs> I find it really hard to answer and I already started thinking about it while you were speaking because I wanted to ask you the same thing. And then I was like, oh, what is my, like, what are the most important for me? Um, I think actually acts of service uh, is one of like the main ones for me, which I find so ironic considering how we just said that it is like how we see German, Germany as like a nation when it comes to love language. Um, so I would definitely place myself there. I feel like physical touch is also really important and words of affirmation. But like, for example, these two, like, I find it hard because for example, words of affirmation, like I'm such a strong believer in like actions speak louder than words, but it doesn't mean that words aren't powerful or like useless. Yeah. So I still feel like that's important. I feel like, wait, we try to like, we've got gifts and there's one that I always forget as well. Words of affirmation. No, that one I had. Where's oh, the yeah, I did. Uh, oh, why can't we remember? It's five things. Write them down. So we've got gifts, word of affirmation, physical touch, access What's the fifth? We had it. <laughs> That's it. I'm Googling it again. Um, <laughs> so bad. I'm going to write them down now. Um, Words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. Quality time, we forgot. Yes. I think quality time is a really important one for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah I would oh, sorry. I was saying, like, I think acts of service, quality time, and physical touch are my three main ones. And the other two I find important, but they're, like, slightly under the others interesting so but then they're all important I feel yeah like they're all important yeah so I think for me quality time is above everything mm. um, and then it would probably be words of affirmation and physical touch then it would be acts of service and I don't really care that much about gifts if I'm honest like don't get me wrong it's nice but I don't think if someone never gave me gifts I wouldn't be as upset as I would be if I didn't get enough quality time or any of the others. See, I feel like I would say I don't care so much about gifts as in like big expansive things, but I just feel like the same with like acts of services. I feel like it's just a small thing behind it, which is like, oh, I thought of you and this reminded me of you or, oh, 
I feel like I can help you with this. So I did kind of thing, like, you know, kind of just small things around it because I do think quality time obviously is one of the most important things, but like, I feel like the others are also, I see that's what I mean. I feel like they all just kind of work together. They so, do. So I find I like- why you're saying that, yeah. So I find it so crazy that it's like, oh, what is your main love language? Like, I can definitely tell you what my love, I feel like what my main love language is as in how I mostly show my love. I find it so hard to, uh, see the more I think about it, obviously it's different questions on how do you show your love the most, like as like love language wise, and how do you need to perceive it to notice that someone loves you? Mm-hmm. And the question of what do you think is important? Because I feel like important are all of them. But then again, how I show my love and how what I need to see in order to be like, oh, that person really loves me is different to that. Does that make sense? Definitely. Although I think they are linked. So, I mean, if you want to share, obviously. Um, how would you show love? I think I definitely do, like, I feel like acts of services and um, words of affirmation. Probably. Mm-hmm. But I feel like especially acts of services. Yeah. Yeah, I think me too. Wait, I need to look at them again. Yeah, no, I would definitely say active services. Like, obviously, the other ones are there as well. But but then it also depends. Are we talking friendship? Are we talking relationship? Oh. All that. Because I would say with friendship, acts of services. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then with relationship, I would also say that physical touch becomes a much more important one. So I feel like in a relationship, acts of service and physical touch are very like the main ones. Whereas I feel like with friendship, maybe physical touch is not as important. Whereas, ah. Uh, <laughs> the struggle I, like I, I keep going through this and I'm like it's like if you just name one it's fine but as soon as you put others in there I'm like but then the other I feel like oh but then this one and that one oh it's hard how about you how about you <laughs> I think in friendships for me it's all about quality time mm. and in relationships it's a mix of quality time but all of them without gifts. I don't mm-hmm. know why. I know this like might sound really weird, but I really don't care that much about gifts. No, but I get it because I feel like gifts are the least important ones out of all of them. Yeah, although it's different when, I, when I'm the one giving the gift, then I overthink it a lot and I want to find the perfect gift that's going to make the other person so happy, which is ironic because I personally don't care that much. Like I'd be happy with anything. Mm. Oh, you're there. Um, I love that. Obviously, the Wi-Fi had to break down the second we got into this. Um, but no, I know what you mean with like not caring that much about like what you get, but caring more about what you give. Um, I do like see, but that's where I kind of feel like gifts are important because generally speaking, there's not much you can do wrong, I would say, when you gift me something. But like if I see someone has really thought about what I would like. 
and that's what I meant earlier like it's not about how much it costs it's like about the thought and about like the love that went into it Mm -hmm. so I feel like gifts just you know just like the idea of like just receiving gifts just random here and there I feel like that's not really what I find important about our love language it's more like the what sort of gifts and why and how are they thought through yeah and I feel like it just kind of shows you how much someone knows you and how much they care in that sense because when I you know get gifts for friends I like this is going to sound a bit me but like I can tell when I buy a gift for a person how well I know them and how much I actually care for them because the more I can the more I know them the better the gift will probably be naturally but also the more I care about making it a spectacular gift yeah does that make sense so I mean obviously you're not always gonna get the best gift for your besties but like I feel like the thought process and the effort that goes into it is most like most likely much higher so no definitely I definitely I'd agree so I don't feel like gifting gifts in my opinion I wouldn't say it's like incredibly important but I kind of feel like it is a bit important to kind of keep certain dynamics as well and also for like even for yourself just to kind of realize things maybe yeah I don't know see I find the whole love language situation so hard because I, pe- I know people are always like oh what's your love language and I do think in friendships and relationships it can sometimes help talking about this because if you have two completely different views on it you know it's easy to be misunderstood but also I find it like so tricky because I feel like you can so easily get lost in it and like prioritize one over the other when I think like every like all of them are important yeah yeah you're right I think as you said it's helpful when someone's very different because it helps them understand how they can make you feel loved whereas and help you understand how obviously to approach them but at the end of the day do you really think that much about it when you're living your life probably not um this is a bit of a topic change but not really because it kind of relates to this um I don't know if this is too specific, but as hard as TikTok the other day, I don't know who it was from, but I just found this twist really interesting. And it was about actually like um, sex life and how women and men perceive it. And I found this so interesting because how, like it was like a guy speaking and he was comparing your sexual expectations to different languages. Oh. And how, like it sounds so weird, but it was so clever because he was like talking about like how men, like, he was going on about how he um, has lots of male friends who have girlfriends who say they don't like sex and then he was like but do they not like sex or do they just not like it the way it is I think I watched that too it was really good because he then went on and he was like I used to have that too and then I kind of started talking and the way he looks at it now is that sometimes it's not that they don't like sex it's just that they have a different expectation than their partner and like obviously like it shows like a fate of communication more than anything but he was like one of you kind of speaks Spanish and one of you speaks English and it's not that you don't like speaking with each other it's just that you don't speak the language yet so you have to try and understand each other and try to learn each other's language so that it works well and I just think that's a brilliant comparison amazing (laughs) I know such an interesting take on it as well yeah I right and I feel like it kind of shows a lot of I feel like genuinely speaking not like um only like sex misunderstandings but also like I feel like even with like other um daily life habits I feel like 
not just between men and women, just also different people from different cultures, different backgrounds, whatever, like misunderstandings in situations where it might be that people like the same things. They just don't know how to, or like similar things, but they just want to do them differently and just don't know how to communicate because of like maybe actual language barriers. But like, you know, just because you speak the like same language actively doesn't mean you actually speak the same soul language. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant take and you can apply it to other things as well. Absolutely. On the note of TikTok, but absolutely not on this topic, but I need to share it. I was so blown away. I watched a TikTok the other day. Do you know why James Bond drinks his martini shaken and not stirred? Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah, I think so. And no, I don't. Oh, I thought you meant, oh yeah, I know. No, no. Um, I think that's how he drinks it, but I don't know why. So please feel free to enlighten me. So apparently when you stir martini, it mixes with the water as in there. Mm-hmm. But when you shake it, the water swims on the top so that you can drink it and pretend that he's getting drunk, but he's actually not. I was so blown away by it and I need to share it with everyone. Like I've been sharing this information with everyone I've seen since I saw that TikTok. I need to try this out. I need to know if it's true. <laughs> right? But so interesting. That is interesting. But like, I'm just like, I want to know the physics behind that because why, if you shake it, does it not mix? But when you stir it, it does. Or was it the other one? No, no, it was like that. I don't know. Well, it looks like I need to go on a little Google spread later on and figure this out because that seems really interesting. It does. Hmm. And I mean, but- yeah. So much for that. <laughs> I love that completely change of events, not change of events. Oh, I can't even speak. Change of topic. I really start to notice my brain, like I can slowly like tell that my brain's adapting to German more, but at the same time, like it's also half stuck in English. And like, so I've been back in Germany for what, like two months now almost? Yeah, I know it's crazy. Yeah, end of August, like I came here beginning of July, like almost two months. And I feel like now the language kind of soup in my brain is just mixing more again, but like in different ways. I don't know how to explain it. So now when I speak English, like, I don't know, it feels weird. I don't know if I'm, I'm probably overthinking this, but sometimes it's just exhausting to keep jumping between languages. Yeah. I love when you can just mix the two of them. Like I can do this with you and just when we speak German, I can just use English words to replace the German word that I just couldn't remember at the time. But I can't do that when I speak to my mom. So I really have to try and find the right word. And it's usually taking me a lot longer. And then, yeah. I feel that so. It's just the awkward silence when I'm like, give me another minute. I'm going to get there. Let me just figure this one out. Let me just quickly Google the word. Yeah. That's honestly me with my parents as well. Like the first month I was here, the amount of Googling I had to do for simple words is ridiculous. Just because my brain was so like stuck in English, which obviously is fair enough. But I feel like especially then, like when you actively try to remember a word, your brain just goes, no, I can't. And then sometimes I forget the English word as well. And then I'm just stuck there with the idea of a word. And I'm like, I, I don't know the word, but I know what I want to say. Yeah. Although I hope we're not going to get lots of hate for this now. Why? Lisa, 18, came back from Australia. Oh, oh God. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm done. If that's what I am, then I am. Like Lisa, 18, just came back from Australia. 
Yeah, it's um, an alter ego, and I'm so okay with it. I'm okay with that. Um, everyone who doesn't notice had alter ego Lisa. It's like an ongoing joke in the German kind of society, if you want so, um, that people who go abroad, most likely after school for a year, so they most likely go to Australia, um, most of them, but not everyone, obviously. But like, it's basically about people who go abroad and come back and constantly are like, oh my God, I can't speak German anymore. I can only speak English because I've been abroad for so long. And then basically don't shut up about their time abroad. And the stereotypical girl is like Lisa, 18, went to Australia to do like work and travel. Um, so Hannah and I keep making jokes about like, oh, we're Lisa's um, who went to Australia. And I do understand, like, I do understand why people made up this kind of like alter ego and kind of keep making fun of it. But I'm also like, I genuinely think the more you are abroad, like the language thing just happens. And also like, I think it's okay going abroad and then having a ta- like a wee while where you just want to speak about it because it is a really cool like experience and obviously you want to share it and you want to kind of talk about it and I do understand that it gets to a point where it gets annoying but I also think it's okay if you want to share it like you know good for you you had a good time absolutely but yeah we're definitely Lisa's who can't speak German anymore but that's okay yep I feel yeah. like I just spoke so incredibly fast uh, <laughs> about this. So I'm very sorry for all the listeners who only understood every third word. I am really trying to speak slow, like less fast, I'm not running through it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bored. I was like waiting for Hannah to reply and she just started yawning. So um, clearly she's really interested in what I've got to say. <laughs> Sorry, you know, I'm really sorry. I woke up this morning at 7.30 before my alarm. Why? Because it was, I don't know. I, I get this on weekends where I just, I'm always hoping that I'll wake up really early so I can do loads of things in the day. And then I started it with a nice walk and then did a ton of things. And so I'm tired now, but oh well. See, I always want to get up early, but then I never get really give my body the time to rest. So now yeah. my body want to get up early so we're kind of in a we're still figuring it out um <laughs> i just think it's sunday sunday is for lions and i have nothing else to say like i have no more twists like you just no i feel this was a really informative episode i hope so too um i love how we literally just run out of things to say that hasn't happened in a while um i feel like your tiredness is jumping onto me now because i feel like i just want to take a nap now <laughs> sorry but at least it's sunday so you just go for it it's fine I can lay down and have a little snooze yes I just love the word snooze can I just say it just I think it's adorable anyway I think we kind of reached the end of this episode anyway because I feel like now we're just bubbling along also seems about to kick us out so better end this here um so yeah that's it I hope you all enjoyed listening thank you for tuning in and we will speak to you next week Take tea soon. Bye. Bye.